Welcome to Voices for the New Age with your hosts, Juno Botan and Steve Sokolow. Each week, our show explores topics you've wanted to hear about with a focus on better health, wise leadership, and spiritual connections to help both your personal and professional life. Now, here is Juno Wotan and Steve Sokolow. Good afternoon. You're listening to Voices for the New Age here on voiceamerica.com. I'm Juna Wotan, and with me here is my co-host, Steve Sokolow. Hi, Steve. Hi. Good afternoon, everyone. And Joe. Hi. And this week's program will let you know how the emotional freedom techniques, known as EFT or tapping, can change your life. It's been used as an alternative method method of treatment for physical pain and emotional distress, and has been used to treat people with anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder. Tapping is a holistic approach that recognizes that body, mind, and emotions are interconnected. And based on Chinese medicine, EFT focuses on tapping on blocked meridian points, which often create imbalances in the body that can lead to emotional and physical pain. While acupuncture uses needles to stimulate these points, EFT uses fingertip tapping to release negative or traumatic experiences that have been stored within the body. And by removing meridian blockages, tapping restores balance to the natural energy flow in the body and health and well-being return. Our guest today is Joe Mitchell, Esquire, who is a high-performance business coach, and EFT tapping expert. He's the author of The Art of Joyful Achieving, Tapping into a Life You Love. It is an honor and a privilege to welcome you. Thank you, Juna. Thank you very much. I am excited to be here. And you've had a successful career as a lawyer. How did you get involved with EFT and become a personal coach? Well, it is a, uh, a short story, actually. Uh, basically, I, two years after I graduated from Harvard Law School, I became a monk. I just basically felt like I love this. I love to develop myself. I love personal and spiritual development. It's really why I'm here on earth. And so I just gave up the money gave up the big, the big Wall Street job and decided that I was going to really go inside and go deeply into life. And I decided after five years of being a monk that it really wasn't what I wanted to do for, for, for my life, for, for my full life. And so at, after five years of monkhood, I, I left and moved to Philadelphia where I now live. And did what, what came naturally to me, which was become a lawyer. But the thing was, the thing that was great was that, first of all, it was easy to practice law because I had such a great education and background. But the thing that was also great is that the law career enabled me to spend a lot of my time and energy studying personal and spiritual development. And I did hundreds of courses over the over the 25 years that I that I practiced law in Philadelphia. I did hundreds of courses and I traveled all over the world. I did all kinds of things. And one of the things that I ran into was EFT, 
emotional freedom techniques back in the 90s when it was first getting started by a man named Gary Craig. And I did, did a number of workshops with Gary and it was amazing. I just loved the power of this practice called EFT. Now, of course, I mean, I've, I've been deep into meditation and deep into all kinds of spiritual exercise, but I find that EFT is just a great tool to have in my toolkit. And I use it every single day. It's amazing. Uh, can you tell us how, how does it work? Well, basically, it lowers the intensity of emotions. So if you're stressed out, this, the thing that causes the most problems for you is the intensity of the emotion. So like if you have a little bit of stress, that's not a big deal. Yeah, but, because sometimes it can be overwhelming. Right. But it's, that's, that's the thing. It's overwhelming. And what happens is EFT is like tapping. It's like acupuncture without the needles. So what we're doing is we are tapping on meridian points. Okay. The meridians are energy channels in the body and outside of the body that are part of our being. And as we tap on those, what happens is it balances the energy systems I mean, this is a lot of mumbo jumbo, but basically what happens is your stress lowers and that produces amazing results because, I mean, you could imagine that if, you know, a lion comes at you, you are going to be totally freaked out. But what, imagine if you had a little bit of stress, how different that would be. Well, that's how EFT works. It reduces that level of stress so that you don't have the same reaction to something that might be difficult. And so this can be used in stressful situations, like let's say you have to do a radio show and <laughs> you have to perform or you know, a speech in front of a thousand people, let's say. Or, but it also would be if you have a weight problem and you can't get over eating these sweets every hour or, you know, it, it will, it'll help you to reduce your cravings and it will help you to be more confident. Uh, it'll also help you to stop thinking about stuff that's, that's bothering you. I mean, it's so, the thing that's great about EFT is it's so practical. It's so, if you have a problem that is bothering you, you can lower the level and, and many times you can lower the level to zero. I mean, that's the goal, to lower Joe, it to zero. Joe, about how long does it take to use the EFT technique to lower your anxiety level? Well, the thing that's great about EFT is, one, you can do it yourself. Okay, you don't have to go to a therapist. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is, to answer your question, it can be, it, it depends. It really depends on the intensity I mean, certainly if you have long time trauma, it's going to take a lot longer than, uh, you know, something where it's just a one time incident. So, but, but many times you can reduce the level of, of stress in a matter of minutes. Hmm. So you could be upset about something and suddenly you're not upset about something. You could be worried about something and suddenly you're not worried about something. 
and we're talking a matter literally a matter of minutes. So it's it, it can work very fast and it can work very powerful. Does it have any uh, harmful side effects? And there are there are no harmful side effects, which is great. And so is EFT scientifically validated? And there have been literally hundreds of studies that have shown that EFT, it's not a placebo. It's something that works extremely powerfully. And one of the things that, that I am always kind of focusing on is this thing called cortisol. And cortisol is the stress hormone in the body. And what EFT has been proven to do in studies is rapidly lower the cortisol levels in the body so that it's been shown that physically you don't have the same stress reaction and it lowers it significantly, can lower it as much as 30, 40, 50% in a matter of minutes. And so you're also a... uh... Uh, a coach. And so do you use uh, the technique when you uh, one-on-one with clients? I do. I do. Because it's, it's very useful to dealing with challenges. You know, now we all have some level of procrastination of putting things off. When we think of something, it might be hard. You know, sometimes when we think of something, it's clearly... There, there's a reaction. But other times, it's something from the past that we don't really identify with right away. Uh, so tapping helps in both instances. It helps for past, past stuff that we can't even identify. And it also helps with stuff that we can clearly identify. This is a problem that I need to handle, and I know exactly what it is. I can handle it. So, so in both instances, I use tapping in my coaching sessions to help people to relax, to release, to get really clear on where they want to go and what they want to do so that their their whole focus is on their goal rather than all of the things that are taking them off. And and without um, uh, letting out something that's uh, confidential, can you give an example of one of your clients and how uh, the results you've produced? Well, you know, usually I will use it for little things uh, in, I mean, I I can use it in, I I do EFT sessions separately, but in my coaching, I generally use it for things like, uh, wow, I'm really, I really don't, I really have a problem getting up in the morning and it's hard for me to, you know, when that alarm goes off, it's hard for me to not hit the snooze button. And I will use the EFT tapping to go into that situation. The, the thing about the tapping, and this is, this is something that's really wonderful good news, is you don't have to change. So let's just say you really hate having that alarm go off at six in the morning and you hit the snooze alarm every single morning every single morning. You, you want to get up and exercise, but every single morning you're hitting that snooze alarm. Okay. Uh, the, the EFT, it's okay to hate that snooze alarm. 
You don't, you know, I mean, because what do we, what do we normally think in our positive world? Well, think positive, you know, be strong, you know, like, okay, think about how much you really want to exercise. Now with EFT though, what we say is feel what you're feeling, feel that, that no, I'm not getting up no matter what, I'm not doing it. Feel that and tap on it. Which is wonderful because you don't have to change. You don't have to, to, to be positive. You know, you don't have to be this strong person that's going to just overcome everything. You can just be where you are. Do you know where to tap? Say that again. How do you know where to tap? Well, where to tap is important okay? because you need to tap. I mean, it's been, it's been shown that this is not arbit- tapping is not arbitrary. You just don't tap any place. There are specific places that are the most powerful places to tap in your, on your body. And as you tap on those, those are the things that actually lower the cortisol level. So we can go over those points. I know that we're, we're a little restricted because you can't see me, but I'll just tell you there are little. So first of all, I have a, a YouTube channel, Coach Joe Mitchell, that has a whole playlist of tapping stuff, the introduction and all that. I also have a, a website, Activate Your Greatness, and I have something around tapping. I have a whole bunch of tapping things there. Uh, but in addition to just my stuff, there are literally hundreds, if not thousands, of videos on YouTube on tapping that show you the points. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain the points verbally. But if you really want to, it's much more useful to see the points so that you can get a real clear idea. Uh, But I can explain them pretty well. I mean, I've I've had a lot of experience just talking through this. And certainly once you learn the points, you don't need to see see somebody tapping all the time. So there are basically nine points. How many? Nine. Basically, oh. there, 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 there are more points than nine, but there are nine fundamental points. And mm-hmm. the first one is what we call the karate chop point, although I know, I've heard that that, that is changing. Uh, but the karate chop point is the point that you would use if you were going to do karate on your, on your hand. Now, So it's like the side of... Uh, your hand hand. where your pinky finger is. Now, when you're tapping, you are tapping with your fingertips. Now, I recommend that you tap with the fingertips of your dominant hand. So it's the fingertips of the first finger, the second finger, and at least the first and second finger. I like to use three fingers. I like to use the first three fingers so that the pinky doesn't really get involved too much but the first three fingers do. And those things I tap with, and I tap on the karate chop point, that point that's right on the side of the hand. It's not, it's, and, it's, and it's, it's on the hand. It's not like below the wrist. It's not up above, like in the fingertip area. It's right on the hand area. And I tap with the dominant hand with three fingers. 
and tapping at a fairly, you can, you can, I think you can hear the rate that the tapping that I'm doing here. And that's the rate that you tap at. Tap, 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 tap. And it's done five to seven times or more, at least five to seven times on each particular point. And this particular point is a very important point, and I'll tell you why in a little while, but I'll go through the other points before I do. So the, the next point are, is the eyebrow point. Do you, do, oh. do you want me to go through the points? Um, but uh, hold that thought, uh, sure. because we're going to have to take a, a short break and sure. uh, be right back. And so... Um, And so what is your website, uh, Joe? My so website people... is activateyourgreatness.com. Okay. And so we're going to take a short break. And uh, when we come back, we'll hear more about tapping and, uh, all, and also strategies um, that can help you achieve your goals without stress. Yes. Yes. I mean, th there's, there's a number of different ways you can use tapping, but I like to use tapping to achieve goals. You can also use it to relieve stress and trauma and all kinds of childhood stuff. But, uh, but yeah, you can also use it to, to achieve your goals as well. Wonderful. Okay. We're, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. What if you could feel better about yourself? Is it time to change your life's direction? Juno Wotan offers in-person or remote astrology readings and karmic healing sessions, classes, and workshops. These are all designed to give you a better sense of well-being and fulfillment. You'll benefit from the support and guidance to relieve stress, get unstuck, gain confidence, and more. Reach out to Juna through her website at Junaverse.com or via email to Junawotan at me.com. Want to play the ponies and win? At Winning Ponies, we go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, and handicappers. The Winning Ponies Radio Show with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Catch us live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Win prizes just for calling in. Dr. Stephen Sokolow is the director of the Center for Empowered Leadership. CFEL offers executive and leadership coaching, as well as leadership training and development. Visit CFEL.org to find out more. Dr. Sokolow is available for seminars, workshops, retreats, and speaking engagements. You can also visit the website to purchase top-selling books, join networking opportunities, and a lot more. Contact Dr. Stephen Sokolow at slsokolow at aol.com or through the Center for Empowered Leadership website at cfel.org. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Voices for the New Age. To reach the live show, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to junowotan at me.com. Now, back to Voices for the New Age. Here again is Juno Wotan and Steve Sokolow. You're listening to Voices for the New Age, and our guest today is Joe Mitchell, Esquire, who is a high-performance business coach and EFT tapping expert. He's the author of The Art of Joyful Achieving, Tapping into a Life You Love. And before the break, we were uh, talking about uh, how to tap and, you know, using your first three fingers, your index finger, your second finger, and your ring finger to tap on the side of your hand, like as if you were going to give someone a karate chop uh, and to just tap, 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 tap for about how long then, uh, Joe? Well, there's a certain there's a certain phrase. So there's the physical part, which is the tapping. And then there's the mental part, which is what you're thinking about while you're tapping. Now, when you're tapping on the karate chop point, we do what's called a setup statement. So the first thing you want to do before you start tapping is you want to identify what issue you want to work on. So it might be in certain cases. I mean, one of the things that people a lot of times work on is procrastination, something that they're putting off something that they haven't been doing, that they know that they should be doing, but they haven't been doing it for one reason or another. There can be all kinds of things. You can, you can, EFT works for any sort of emotional trauma, any sort of emotional problems that you might have. So one of the things that we were just talking about was getting up out of bed. So that might be a great one to work on while we're, while we're talking about this. So what you would say is, while you're tapping on this is you would say, even though I have this problem, I deeply and completely accept myself. So you're tapping on the karate chop chop point and you're saying, even though I have this problem, I deeply and completely accept myself. And in this case, we would we'd be more specific and say, even though I don't want to get out of bed at 6 a.m., I deeply and completely accept myself. So I'm accepting the where I'm at, even though I don't like it. And we usually do this three times. We'll, we'll, we'll go into the whole sequence in just a minute, but I want to go through the points first, if that's, if that's okay with you, just to show you what the points are. But before we do that, the other thing that we want to do in the whole process of doing EFT is we want to assess where we are in our intensity level. So how intense is the problem? Okay. How, like on a scale from zero, which is no intensity whatsoever, to 10, which is massive, massive intensity, where are we on that scale when we think about getting up at 6 a.m.? 
So I might say, okay, well, 6 a.m. getting up, that's a little scary. I'm at an eight. Okay, it's very good for us to, to know where we are before we start to tap because then we assess it after we tap and then we'll know kind of the, the difference that's been made here. You have something to measure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's not critical, but this is part of the, this is, this is the formal EFT procedure. We identify our issue and then we identify the intensity level of the issue. And then we start doing our tapping. So where do we tap? First, the first places that we tap is obviously on the karate chop point. Second point is the eyebrow point, which is at the tip of the eyebrows towards the forehead, towards the middle of the forehead. Like your third eye. Your third eye, right? Right. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's right at the tip of both of the eyebrows. So Mm -hmm. you can use both hands or you can use one hand to tap to tap on that point. The next point is the side of the eye. So what you'll notice is right at that at the tip of the eyebrow, there's a bone there that that goes around the eyes. And we're going to the second point is the side of the eye, and you're going to tap the the two fingers or the three fingers. I like as I said, I like three fingers. Tapping the three fingers on the side of the eye at the bone. And then the third point is under the eye. Again, on that same bone, directly under the eye. You're tapping with one or two. And so, and so you're at the same time, you're saying, even though I hate getting up at six o'clock, no. I totally accept myself. We, we, have, we actually have a reminder. We have what's called a reminder phrase. So the reminder phrase will be something that will remind us. Okay, so it might be, I hate getting up that early. So we might, as we're tapping, we say, hate getting up that early. And then, and then the next point is under the nose, between the nose and the lip. I hate getting up that early. And then the next point is underneath the lip, between the lip and the chin. It's right in that crease there hate getting up in the morning. And again, you're going to tap with your dominant hand underneath the lip, between the lip and the chin in that crease. The next point is the collarbone point. And you're going to touch your collarbone and then go an inch lower below the collarbone, a little to the side of the center. So if you're tapping with your right hand, you're going to go a little to the right of center and you're going to tap a little, one inch below the collarbone. That's the collarbone point. The next point is underneath the arm, directly below the armpit, at the level of the bra strap. Okay, and that's going to again. You're going to tap with three fingers under there, and five to seven times minimum. And then the final point is the top of the head. I'm starting to feel better just, uh, and I'm not even doing it. You're not even doing it. Okay. So I think that one of the things that might be be good is uh, close your eyes 
Mm-hmm. And start, and you can, the other thing, the other not thing, if you're driving, not if you're driving, really. The other thing is that you can do this, believe this or not, you can do this with glasses on. So huh. I personally would recommend that you take off your glasses, but a lot of, a lot of people, uh, one of, one of the leading tappers in, 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 in the tapping world, his name's Brad Yates, and he, he wears glasses every time he taps. So if you, if you check him out on YouTube, he's always tapping with glasses on. So I, and what you want to do when you tap with the glasses is you're going to just go a little bit above the, where the glasses are. So you can't always get exactly at the end of the eyebrow point or exactly under the eyes. Those are the two points that are most difficult with the glasses, but just go a little bit lower than your glasses. Okay. So. Okay. Well, I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through, I'm going to talk you through the points. I'd like you to tap with me. Okay. So the first one is the karate chop point. Okay. And even though I have this pro and then just repeat with me, even though I have this problem, I deeply and completely accept myself. You got to say it with me. Say it out loud. I deeply and completely accept myself. I deeply accept myself. Okay. And even though I have this problem with getting up at 6 a.m. Of getting up at 6 a.m. I deeply and completely accept myself. I deeply and completely accept myself. And you keep tapping on that same point, even though I have this problem. Even though I have this problem, I deeply. getting up at at 6 a.m. Getting up at 6 a.m. I I deeply and completely accept myself. Completely accept myself. Okay, and now okay. we're going to tap through the points. Okay, so the first one is going to be the eyebrow point. Okay, so even with your glasses on, tap with me. Okay, and three fingers on you. You can do it. I'm doing both hands. You can do your dominant hand. You can do it with one hand or two hands. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tap and you're going to say, I don't want to get up at 6 a.m. Go ahead, say it out loud. I don't want to get, get up at six o'clock. Okay, Ugh. and now we're going to tap on the side of the eye. I don't want to get on up at six a.m. Oh, I'm not going to get up at six a.m. And I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Nope. And then we're going to tap under it. the eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate the idea of getting up at six a.m. I hate the idea of getting up at six a.m. Under the nose, it's just too hard. It's too hard. It's dark. It's cold. I don't and like I'm it. I'm tired. I'm tired. And I was Under having a great dream. Under the lip. I'm really tired. I'm tired. At 6 a.m. And I don't want to get up. Okay. And then here under the, the collarbone point, right? Uh, yeah. Like right where King Kong would want to pound his chest. A little bit uh-huh. higher than that, okay? Higher? It's okay. not the, it's not the, because that's really like where the thymus is. This is a little uh-huh. bit higher than that. We higher? call it okay. collarbone because it's just a little under the collarbone. Well, I think there are a lot of lymphatic points around here. Yes. Yes, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to yeah. get up at 6 a.m. And then under the arm, and I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to do it. It's not going to get up. And then top of the head is the final one. And I don't want to get up, and I'm not going to do it. I don't want to get up. Not going to do it. It's too hard. 
No, I think I'll get up at four. And then taking a deep breath. And then exhale. <laughs> I mean, that's actually like, this is like just like a little taste of EFT. Yeah. But, you know, what you what you do, if you if you actually tap through these points with mm-hmm. us, you will notice that your level of your level of stress went down. Absent minded. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but what I'd also like to talk about is um, your self as a coach, um, because you have. Uh, uh, what's called a daring success system. Right. And I'd love for you to tell everyone what that is. Right, 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 right. Well, you know, the, the main issue with most people is mindset. It's not lack of ability. It's usually that you don't believe that you can do what you want to do. So the Daring Success System is really to help you to get that mindset alignment with what you want to do. The first thing that you need to do, so is, is, is the D, is to decide. So you've got to really decide what you want. You've got to get clear about what you want. Where are you going? What you want? This is very clear. So just think about this for a second. What do you want? What is it that you really want in a particular area of your life? And it might be getting up earlier and exercising, or it could be writing that book, or it could be there's all kinds of things that you could want to do. So whatever it is, you want to get clear on what it is. And I'm a big advocate of, of like being very clear about what you want, when you want it, and how you want it. So that you're clear about, you're not just like, I want, I want more money. You, know? you want how much more money, by when, <laughs> and how are you going to make it? You know? So it's, uh, that's, the, that's the biggest thing first, is to decide. And then you want to do the A, which is to activate the power of tapping. Because tapping is really what I feel is one of the most powerful techniques to rid yourself of limiting beliefs, rid yourself of the, you know, tapping has very broad uses. You can do a lot of things with your emotions with tapping that are not necessarily related to goal achievement. But as far as goal achievement, it's really important for you to realize where you are limiting yourself. Yeah, what, what do you mean by limiting beliefs? Okay, so limiting beliefs. Well, the thing, the thing that I like to focus on in terms of the daring success system is the R, which is release the three limiting, the three limits of success. And that is tolerations, procrastination, and lack of self-confidence. So those three things are, if you can eliminate those three things, the chances are you are going to fly towards your goal. Because what, what most of us do is we tolerate. We also, we also 
limit ourselves by procrastinating and putting things off. And then we don't, we don't have the confidence to really go for what we really want. So that's, that's, that's what it is. It's very, very, very yeah. important to release those. Yes. Yeah, and you have to um, make sure your actions line up with your intentions. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so that's, those, those are the things. And then, and then what we do is then we tap on those things. We tap on you. We tap on those different those different things to get to get clear. So, are you tapping to release the limiting beliefs, or are you tapping to reinforce certain uh, reframing beliefs? Yes, but the first thing, of course, is to release the beliefs. And the thing that the thing that I really stress to people is tapping is great because you don't have to change. You don't have to reframe. And, you know, the main thing is to feel what you're feeling. Let it come up. Let it come up. And what happens is tapping will reduce the intensity. And then when the, the intensity is low or gone, then you can then reframe. And uh, so uh, you say that um, that you'd rather create big goals rather than smaller goals that might be easier to attain. How can that be? Why set really big goals instead of smaller ones you, you know you can get? Well, I think that you want to, you want to be motivated. You want to be, you want it, you want, you want the juice. Yeah. I, I call them big juicy goals. Okay. And it, it, it's just it's just something that you a lot of people don't believe that they can reach big things. They don't believe that they can they can take on something that's that's larger than they've ever done before. And this is this is what to me makes life worthwhile. Is being passionate. Is being passionate about <laughs> big goals. Wonderful. You believe that you can do what you what what's possible. And so, Joe, uh, why don't you uh, uh, give the audience your websites and how, how people can contact sure, you? Sure. Yeah. So you can you can contact me through activateyourgreatness.com. You can go to my YouTube channel again, Coach Joe Mitchell, uh, and you can reach me on LinkedIn, Facebook. I'm on Instagram. So. Come and, you know, I'm, I'm happy to give free, I give free consultations. I give a free strategy session for anyone who applies. So please uh, look me up. Wonderful. And thank you. That was Joe Mitchell, Esquire, who's a high performance business coach and EFT tapping expert. And he's the author of The Art of Joyful Achieving, Tapping into a Life you love. We're going to take a short break. And when we return, Dr. Steve Sokolow will present one of his 35 value-based core principles of wise and empowering leadership. We'll be right back. Thank you, Joe. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. What if you could feel better about yourself? Is it time to change your life's direction? 
Juno Wotan offers in-person or remote astrology readings and karmic healing sessions, classes, and workshops. These are all designed to give you a better sense of well-being and fulfillment. You'll benefit from the support and guidance to relieve stress, get unstuck, gain confidence, and more. Reach out to Juna through her website at Junaverse.com or via email to Junawotan at me.com. Listen for Go to Health Radio, featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Dr. Stephen Sokolow is the director of the Center for Empowered Leadership. CFEL offers executive and leadership coaching as well as leadership training and development. Visit CFEL.org to find out more. Dr. Sokolow is available for seminars, workshops, retreats, and speaking engagements. You can also visit the website to purchase top-selling books, join networking opportunities, and a lot more. Contact Dr. Stephen Sokolow at slsokolow at aol.com or through the Center for Empowered Leadership website at cfel.org. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Voices for the New Age. To reach the live show, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to junawotan at me.com. Now, back to Voices for the New Age. Here again is Juno Wotan and Steve Sokolow. Welcome back to Voices for the New Age. I'm Juna Wotan, and with me here is my co-host, Dr. Steve Sokolow, who has co-authored three books, is a Vistage speaker, and is available for lectures, media appearances, workshops, and coaching sessions. And Steve, uh, you uh, are going to give us some uh, tips on wise, wise, empowering leadership. And so why is it important for leaders to be trusting? Trust is one of the foundational principles of wise leadership. Uh, It seems to me that given all of the things going on in the world today, that if there was some meter measuring the collective trust in the world, that it is kind of at a low ebb. And I think as leaders, Um, we have a responsibility to try to grow trust. And uh, uh, one of the reasons for that as a leader, and we're all leaders in our homes and in our our lives, not just in our organizations, is that trust is actually empowering. And uh, trust 
promotes growth of uh, all kinds. So that's one of the reasons that trust is so important because it both empowers and it, it helps uh, us grow various things in our organizations. And why is it essential for leaders to be trustworthy? Well, if you think about it as a leader, you want people to follow your lead. I mean, if you want to lead and nobody wants to follow, uh, you're not going to be very effective. So uh, if you want people to follow your lead, you have to be trustworthy. You know, people have to trust you if they're going to follow you. And, uh, you know, if you think about it as a leader, you're typically leading people to an unknown. You have some sense of where you're trying to lead. But for the people that you're leading, it's a little scary and it's unknown. And so if you've established yourself as a trustworthy person, they're more likely to follow your lead. But it seems like um, our culture is, uh, we have more faith in celebrity figures rather than people who are authentically trustworthy. Well, I think there's truth to that statement. Um, but I believe we need to work local. And local means that uh, in our home, in our community, in the cultures where we can have an impact. And to do that, um, we have to start by trusting ourselves. Uh, you can't ask people to trust you if you don't trust you. <laughs> and somehow people know when you are trusting you know, your, uh, yourself. You tend to show that you're confident and you uh, show that you're competent. People want to follow competence. They want to follow someone that knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think integrity comes into this, don't you, don't you think? Absolutely. Um, people are not going to follow someone who uh, is not authentic, who doesn't uh, demonstrate integrity, because almost by definition, if you don't demonstrate integrity, you're not manifesting trustworthiness. And therefore, um, trust then becomes very low. And therefore, the, your ability to get people to work collectively toward common goals in support of the objectives and the goals that you're trying to set as a leader uh, just sort of falls on deaf ears unless um, you are modeling that you trust yourself, so they will then in turn trust you. Well, um, what are ways that um, we can learn to trust ourselves? Because sometimes, you know, we're told that, you know, we're, well, you know, well, we can't do something or. Well, one of the ways is to reflect on areas where you've been successful and then that reinforces in your own mind that you actually have accomplished things and that you have abilities and skills and focus on uh, your successes. And that will help grow your successes. You know, if we focus on the things that don't go well, then 
sort of that's what expands. So we build it by focusing on the things that we want to expand in our lives, including looking at our own past successes, and that will lead us toward more successes. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I recommend um, is that, you know, as a leader, that um, you're in a position actually to dispense trust. If you think about that, it's almost as a uh, coin of the realm in a sense. And you can choose to trust people. I know a lot of leaders who say, I'll trust people when they earn it. Well, if you have a lot of people working for you, it can take a long time for people to earn trust. I recommend that you give it as a gift. And my experience is that when you just give it as a gift, most people want to rise to that challenge of the fact that somebody is trusting them. And nine times out of 10, that trust will be justified and work out very well. Uh, so don't guard against the one time in 10 that somebody may not um, live up to your trust. You'll get a lot more power and empowerment by giving trust as a gift. And why is it important for leaders to trust the universe? Well, in this case, I use the universe um, as a metaphor um, for a God or for the higher intelligence in the universe. You know, if you think about it, on our dollar bills, it says, in God we trust and in our country. And you could substitute in the universe we trust. It's a similar concept. And what you're trusting is that there is some guiding force in the universe that's trying to lead us not only to be the best versions of ourselves, but to do the most good that we can do with the skills and capabilities and gifts that we've been given. And so um, think about your inner guiding light. We all have that. That's one of the mechanisms for tapping in to this higher power, to this uh, trusting the universe. And in one way or another, it's always trying to get our attention. And if we trust it, we'll find out, out that we're actually doing more good in the world, we're improving the lives of other people, and we're doing things that generate more trust in us and in the world. Wonderful. Thank you, Steve. That was Steve Sokolow, uh, who has co-authored three books, is a Vistage speaker, and is available for lectures, media appearances, workshops, and coaching sessions. And you can contact him at www.cfel.org. Thank you, Juna. And tell us what's in the stars for us this week. I'm really eager to know. Great. Okay. So uh, I thought we'd talk about Uranus um, because Uranus is known as the great awakener for he loves to create change and innovation. But sometimes change can come as disruption and chaos for Uranus also rules earthquakes, accidents, and lightning strikes. And so sometimes a Uranus transit can feel like the rug is being pulled out from under your feet, or sometimes it can bring exciting opportunities. 
And Uranus first entered the Earth sign Taurus in 2018 and won't complete his journey in that sign until 2026. So for the next four and a half years, we'll undergo radical changes in how we relate to the Earth, our economy, and each other. And uh, I'd like to explain how Uranus will affect each sign. So for Aries, with shakeup planet Uranus visiting your second house of earned income, you'll likely see changes in your finances over the next few years. This can be a time when earnings can be erratic and your cash flow might go up and down. So if you receive a sudden windfall, it'd be wise to save for later when your income may drop. This is also a good time to downsize and clear out the clutter. Taurus. Since Taurus is a fixed sign and are known to be stubborn, you have a tendency to resist change. But with innovative Uranus in your first house of personality, it will be hard to hang on to the past status quo. It's wise to consciously see where change would help you grow and develop and set goals and take action toward a new beginning rather than have outside circumstances make the changes for you. Uranus wants you to be free and be your authentic self. Gemini, rebellious Uranus in your 12th house of karma can bring unexpected endings of relationships or situations. Unresolved issues from the past may resurface in order to complete them, heal, and make a fresh start. You would benefit from therapy, a past life regression, or a spiritual reading to help you release old mental and emotional baggage. This could be a highly creative period if you're open to innovation and exploring new technologies or progressive ideas. Cancer. You'll want to use this transit to focus on your personal goals. Since Uranus, the ruler of your 11th house of hopes and dreams, will reside there for the next few years. This is a time to be true to yourself. Go outside your comfort zone and follow your bliss. Friendships may change or some may move away, marry or divorce. But at the same time, Uranus will bring you opportunities to meet new exciting people and expand your social network. Leo. Uh-oh, I think we I have to just go really quickly. Real, it's time to reinvent your career or the roles you play out in the world. Virgo, it can be a wonderful time of expansion and learning for originality. Planet Uranus will be touring your ninth house of personal growth. Libra, Uranus will help you to rebirth a new you over the next few years as he clamors through your eighth house of transformation. Scorpio, your relationships will change over the next few years. And Sag, your job or your work routine will likely go big changes over the next few years. And Capricorn, if you're looking for love, Uranus in your fifth house of romance may bring some excitement over the next few years. Aquarius, expect changes in your home and family. And uh, you might move, renovate your living space, buy or sell property. And Pisces, communication will be a main theme over the next few years as inventive Uranus travels through your third house of disseminating information. You've been listening to Voices for the New Age here on voiceamerica.com. Steve and I will be back next week with Peter Selby and clairvoyant Angelic Healer and Anne Selby, who will talk about angels and spiritual healing. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in this week to Voices for the New Age. 
Please join your hosts, Juno Botan and Steve Sokolow, next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can't wait to share more about your better self next week. 